Hello and welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Meals, and today I'm with Detour or Daniel, whichever one you want. How are you doing, Daniel? What's up? Let's go with Detour. Let's go with Detour, which is your rap personality, your music personality, and graffiti personality. So we are in a crazy time right now, as you may know. Um, Things have adjusted for everyone, and you're in an industry where a lot of people rely on being in front of people to make money, you know, a concert or what have you. So how are you adjusting um, being a musician slash graffiti artist during the quarantine? Um, well, there's, there's a lot of free time to create right now. And for me, I kind of just stock up on making stuff. Like I don't really run out of ideas or I'm not uninspired at all. So I'm painting, I'm, I'm creating, um, I'm recording more than usual, to be honest. I got, I got the time. Um, I'm just at this point too. And like, kind of, I think my career as it's, I'd say really starting, like, I'm just able to crank shit out. So it's well, that's it's how no it starts for me. everyone, right? Is you just you get that momentum going and you're at a point where you you're you're good, you kind of know your style, Appreciate you know it. your rhythm, and now you're tr- it's kind of like being in tra- trapped in prison. That's when all the best artists get their best stuff out because they have nothing to do but write and create. You got to do create. something. You got to do so, something. I'm not really bored at all. Well, you had a you had a new <laughs> new album or something coming out. I saw. Yeah, I have. I, well, I have an EP uh, in the works, so I, I'm definitely I'll be able to get that out. I'd say by two months from now, I'll have a new EP, and I'm just cranking out a bunch of uh, remixes and a few singles, and then I'm gonna drop that. And the uh, the EP's all produced by Imperative, who's cool. a local guy now living in Toronto. He's a lo- great local producer. That's pretty sweet. What's yeah. the what's the theme for the playlist or the album? It's uh, it's uh, it's it's themed around graffiti, so we're calling it Krylon because that's like really as Imperative has told me, that's my one of my defining kind of things as a rapper. Um, I'm a graffiti writer and shit, so that's that's what we wanted it to be about and just to drop a little bit about the cover like it, it looks like a can of Krylon spray paint um so the imagery is there you know and it's i talk i talk a lot about it and also in this ep it's not just bangers like it goes into more depth and i start really talking you know about my life and what i've dealt with and the graffiti side of things too so it uh, opens a new door like i really get into the storytelling too so you get you get both with this project and what what uh, genres would you put it under? I always consider my shit kind of upbeat stoner rap, but it could also get into depth of like Suicide Boys, kind of Florida shit. Like some people tell me that, or if it's boom bap, it's a little bit of New York flavor in there, uh, and very Vancouver at the same time too. I'm starting to to hear that, and I don't even know what a Vancouver style is, but to be cool told oh this is very vancouver i think i think it's my voice and how i carry myself like yeah i don't know what vancouver style is like have we even really set one yet like i guess bb no money blew up and he's from vancouver 
but mm-hmm. he he kind of went to China and blew up. So I don't know if it's a Vancouver vibe. Um, right, like people in Vancouver don't even know he's from Vancouver, which is one of the fucked up things. Yeah, here, that's you know? true. So. But I he's he's a cool guy. I do respect him a lot. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'll get him on the podcast eventually. One day, Repres- representing Vancouver. One day. Yeah, um, cool. So how how are you how are you adjusting with your graffiti? Are you going out and still get getting graffiti, or is it mostly at home with palettes? You know what? To be honest, I'm never I'm never gonna stop painting walls. I'm not gonna like snitch on myself on a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. That's, that's just stupid. But I definitely let's just say let's just I'm say you can active. neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I can confirm I've been active. I'm just not gonna say where it's ended up. If you know, you know. If you know me personally or follow my shit, you can probably figure out where it is. You know what I mean? Uh yeah. and then canvases, you know, um I I've stocked up on them and I just got a bunch of shit in the mail. So I, I uh a bunch of like materials and stuff to really get get cooking and yeah, I'm just gonna crank out a bunch of canvases right now. So when this quarantine shit is over with, I'm gonna have so much art um for sale so i'm stoked well for people that um are maybe not as talented as you but would like to kind of do some things at home just for fun like some Mm -hmm. art what sort of materials do you get uh like to to use at home uh i i use a lot of canvases um just a sketchbook you know goes a long way like treating yourself to just like nice paper like it it makes a difference you know what i mean having new materials i use really good uh paint markers by molotow they're called mold molotow uh one for all uh markers and they're based out of germany and like they're super dope everyone pretty much uses them what Uh, makes them better than the usual ones that you they're water soluble so like you can clean it off stuff you can blend them very easily and they're quite opaque so like the white actually goes over the black like you could try no oh cool markers but that's Usually with cool. Sharpie paint markers, right? Even those, you pay a bunch, they smell bad. You know, they're they're pretty permanent, but the white doesn't go over darker colors. And that's pretty essential. Um, and these, you can do that. And you can refill them. So, like, on the environmental side, too, you're doing, like, I've been refilling the same markers for years, you know? Are they paint markers or, or what? Yeah, what? but it's water-based, which is oh, the coolest wow. thing. So, it's very one-of-a-kind. Cool. Yeah. And it, let's say you get it on your clothes, you can pretty much get it out which is like, you know, a frustrating part of being an artist and painting all the time. But, you know, it doesn't happen as much. Like, I don't really, like, I can wash my hands and continue my day and not have paint on my hands, you know? That's pretty sweet, man. Just comes right off. Yeah. And you sell, you're selling pieces as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I think people are a little hesitant right now about dropping money on art. But for me, it's just a matter of making it. So I have lots in the works. But once I start pumping them out, then... People usually claim them. People just, you know, they want to see new work and see you evolve and, you know. Yeah. Uh, and how, how do you yourself. how do you price something like that for art? <laughs> Graffiti is such a weird one because it's so undervalued. So, like, I see really good artists here, like, selling amazing paintings for, like, 300 bucks. And I'm like, damn, like, you know, in a different place, different time. You know, if you put these guys side by side with other people, you're like, wow, the amount of detail and effort and skill and dedication it takes to make something like this, these things are worth way more than that. But um, I'd say it's all evolving. So I had to earn my pricing. Well, it might also be the location too, right? Um, It may just be that like if you're in 
somewhere. I don't I don't know where graffiti would be more popular, maybe New York or something. You oh, might absolutely. get a higher bid than in Vancouver because it's still yeah. something that's up and coming. Yeah, exactly. We still don't fully value it here, um, unfortunately. But I feel like, you know, piece by piece, we're slowly getting more attention for it in Vancouver specifically. And there's there's a lot of really good artists here. Well, it's also it's like it's a it's a curse, but it can also be a blessing because it's a untapped market that if you get people noticing, you're going to be the one that's steamrolling the whole community. Um, so that's, good, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> that's exactly, man. Like, why not be the person to bring graffiti to Vancouver? Um, mm -hmm. Bring your own style, and not only that, you're combining it with music. So that that opens up a lot more people to be able to get into get into you get into graffiti because instead of being into graffiti at first they just listen to your music and they're like oh this is cool you know maybe i'm gonna check out the graffiti side yeah yeah there's uh, a lot of overlap which i'm really uh fortunate to uh be able to do you know well you seem to be just like an overall kind of music arty kind of guy um because just like writing music, it's no different than drawing a picture. Um, you have mm -hmm. all your, your colors or your notes that you put into it. You have the way you stroke the brush, the way you sing, you rap. It's mm -hmm. all art. Yeah. A beat's a canvas. A beat yeah. is a canvas. And your voice is, you know, the paintbrush. Your ideas are the paint. So have you been doing anything besides your work? Like you do any physical activity to keep yourself sane? Oh, yeah, I've been. Um, I'm going to get jogging. I actually was just getting through the finals uh, of school recently. I've been pretty busy and I was working a uh, job recently, um, which kept me, you know, the work work picked up and I didn't really have time for that. But I was still pretty active with that. But I always lift weights at home. So, um, yeah. Big walks, go outside. I've been longboarding. Oh, the weather has been beautiful. Yeah, I just got a new longboard too. So, just been riding solo or you know, distant from friends, just go on a rip. You know, what kind of board do you have? I got this new rain. I can't remember the uh, the exact model name, but it was a sick board. And yeah, someone from my uh, the program I'm I'm in uh, at school just hooked up. It was like a four hundred dollar board. I got it for way cheaper. I was like, yes nice it's so prime makes such a difference do you like them flexible or do you like the more stiff uh i'd say more like a flexible uh like slight flex kind of makes more sense it's safer to a certain degree this one's cool though because it like it goes in and then there's like a ridge that locks your foot in um that's interesting and then it, and then it flattens back out but there's a bit of spring to it too and for me it's just ideal like, I don't need a lot of spring in a board. Like, when you're going really fast, then you can kind of wobble and, like, not stay on course. And I don't, you know. I where do you where do you ride around like, Vancouver? Where are the cool spots to smoke a J, maybe do some graffiti, write a song, and go for a ride? <laughs> the day of the life. Uh, I like the Ontario Street down. Um, the ride from, like, 33rd essentially all the way down to um olympic village it's a crazy like like near the bike lanes kind of on the bike lane man yeah you go on the bike lanes yeah i like I go, those bike lanes as well yeah i go faster than the bikes half the time and they're always confused 
can't get going that fast on a longboard except for when you're going uphill <laughs> oh yeah then then you're screwed but it's a very nice downhill i never that's when i never ride the uphill back. have you seen those guys with the electric ones that like yeah they go uphill like, and then they're, they're just they're like <laughs> it's like oh my god you know so, what though you fall on one of those things because you're going so much faster you know it's going to be a hard fall better I'll be wearing your, your your knee pads and your elbow pads and your helmet that's for sure yeah literally it's something I, I keep in mind every time I ride, especially going downhill. You can stop going downhill, though, but I could see, like, you just it, taking it to the next step because no one's in, like, until, like, a few years ago, no one's been able to ride a longboard uh, that's electronic, right? So yep. <laughs> it's just, it's a totally new thing. And, I'm like, and the bikes and the, like, what whatever you call those things, segways. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you see them all, like, I was going down the seawall, sea yeah, and I saw these people just ripping on their electric bike or ripping on their Segway, and I'm like, like I get it, it's nice, but you're not really doing any physical activity. You're just sitting there, you know. Yeah. It's like a, a large part of being outside and like going for a bike ride is actually getting the physical activity, you know, working your muscles a bit. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, at the same time, it's one of those luxury things, and you. And it's if you have the money, why not be able to rip up a hill if you're tired? Yeah, no, I could see it being really fun though. Like that's, I kind of forgot about those, but now now that now that you reminded me, I think I might consider getting one. <laughs> you can also get like uh, the attachment for your a normal longboard, can't you? Because they just put put like a motor on and wrap it around yeah, your wheels or I something. Wouldn't wanna, I wouldn't want some motor like some surgery on my good board true true you just get a new and they're not too expensive no i'm sure under a grand or something like that plus things right now are selling cheap because people are just trying to get rid of them yeah dude my sister just got a new car it she the it was like nissan and and like one of these other companies and they're fighting to get her sale they're just like i'll really? beat them i'll beat them i'll beat them because no one's buying cars right now Oh shit! I'm actually gonna buy a car soon too. <laughs> then you should look into it. This while cars. while we're under this quarantine, it's a good time, right? I've just been stocking up on everything, bro. Like I've just, I I stockpiled beads, got a bunch of canvases, bunch of spray paint. Like we good. Yeah, we I've been good. just been stockpiling on alcohol and <laughs> combo bees from Sun Garden. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. I see that. Like it's. It's a little bit rough, man, but at the same time, I've I've adjusted a fair amount. I yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable in this life that we're living. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good to, um, for someone like me that's a pretty big social animal, it's good to segregate yourself a little bit and just do your own thing and kind of work on yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Because you don't always, you get you get distracted by all this nonsense all the time. And, and this quarantine has made me realize that there's only a couple things that are really important and it's just work on yourself, you know, be mm -hmm. a good person, be good with your friends and everything will work out. Hopefully. Exactly. And thank God we don't live in the U S cause what the heck is going on over there? I, I know we got to be thankful that at least we don't have like parades of people protesting this COVID shit. Like we're not quite that dumb. I do question it sometimes, but yeah, the states is it's in a, it's a rough place it's an insane mentality and a arrogance mm -hmm. um to just just ignore the smartest people in their field you yeah. know 
like it's yeah, like ignore these you know uh, these these pathologists and doctors that are just like so yeah like if educated. you the most if you're an american right subject and you're protesting and you have a degree in like in like by on like some sort of i don't know what the word would be but you have in a, in a degree in these germs or these viruses um mm-hmm. then yeah you're allowed to say something because mm-hmm. you actually have knowledge but if you're just some random bloke that mm. watched a YouTube video labeled conspiracy on COVID-19 and just believe it all, then it's like, come on, just relax. You know, maybe maybe look into some real science. Yeah. You know, maybe read into a journal and see that there's a lot of very respected people that think this is real. And mm. there's people dying from it. Like, it's pretty real. I think it's the the me first attitude, you know? Yeah, I think it is the me first because because when you look at like um, abortion, right? They're like um, some of these protesters would say, you know what? I'm against abortion. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to have the choice to 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 use your own body or the Mm -hmm. choice to make decisions for your own body. But then it's flipped around now with this where it's. Well, now I want the choice. Yeah, it's my body. Like it's the, my body. It's my choice. It's the um, absolute. I don't want you to have a choice, but I want me to have a choice. And it's yeah. and, and then on top of that, it's the choice doesn't only affect you single handedly. It affects yeah. a people around you. The entire community. And that's where I think most sane people cross the line. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a special type type of stupid. The people that do not believe this shit. It's like, would we deny, like, let's say the police, they give us statistics, right? Crime statistics. Would you not believe the police when they say, we have this many break-ins, we have all the data, this, 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 and you go, no, no, I don't think. It's like. It's like, well, what do you believe? Yeah, these are the most You can't assume everyone is lying to you. Mm -hmm. And what I like to do is you got to look at the evidence. There is mm-hmm. overwhelming amounts of evidence <laughs> to support that this is an actual virus actually killing people, actually doing stuff, like overwhelming amount. And mm-hmm. there's not any evidence that this is fake, mm-hmm. real, true, hard evidence. There's not. Yeah. So I guess people just uh, some people have a way of wanting to know or wanting to have like an opposing argument or want, want It's kind of like the hipster, you know. It's like you got to be like against the norm. Um, yeah. But either way, luckily, we live in Vancouver, Canada, and we're worrying about what paint we should get for our brushes instead of, oh, my God, am I going to die from these protesters outside? Exactly. So at the end of the day, we just got to be fortunate for living where we live. Yeah, because we are extremely fortunate. Um, exactly. And I, my love for Canada has gone up so much during this crisis you don't even like i think our government's doing a great job mm-hmm. i think the health workers are doing a great job yeah um at seven o'clock every day you hear people cheering cheering for the the workers and like, it's not and you don't see like someone running out of their house oh you shouldn't be cheering all oh, this is yeah. a fake conspiracy get off it's like no we're all together as besides one. the the few fucking retards that are protesting 
Yeah, I, I, I heard about the protesting downtown. Oh, man. And I think it's... It Fuck is those people. Yeah, it's very disrespectful. Um, bottom as, of my heart. To the, to, the, to the people that are out on the front lines dealing with this because you're basically saying that what they're doing is a lie um, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm like, go to the hospitals. Go, go check for yourself. But at the same time, you know, they have a right to have their own opinion, but they're not allowed to hurt other people with their actions. And they should all be getting fined for being uh, congregated in tightly in big groups. uh, I agree. That's what I want to see. I actually, I don't even care about the enforcement. Like I do respect, you know, this is for the better of society. And if people are too focused on themselves, well, that's too bad. Well, it's also, they've agreed, they've agreed to be part of our society, which means you have to agree with the regulations that our society as a democracy has decided to go forth. Like you're allowed to have your, opinions and protests but at the same time if our society decides to do something like for example as a society we have said you can't kill people you can't just go around shooting people as a society we have said covid19 is a thing you have to keep your distance so you can't just go around not keeping your distance without penalty exactly um but on a on a brighter note um that was we a good are, rant, though. I like that. We, we, we called the shots. Yeah, honestly, it needed to be said. And there's yeah. a lot of people that want to say it, but may not have the platform to say it. And yeah. luckily, we, I have a platform and you have a platform where we can speak our mind um, yeah. and say that, you know what, um, it's, it's ridiculous. And we've, we've had enough. Um, we're trying to stick together for yeah. a whole, for Canada and for the world. And we're doing a good job. So, yeah, there are a couple people that may not be following it the right way. But on a whole, we're doing a good job and we're keeping the line low. We just got to do it for a long time, a fair amount of time, maybe another month. They're saying stuff will open back up. And compared to the rest of the world, that's pretty damn good. Only another month or so, that's pretty damn good. So just enjoy the good weather. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the good takeout. Support the small business. Talk to your friends. Yeah, that's huge. Talk to your friends. Talk to your grandparents. They're getting lonely. Talk to your parents. Like I've I've talked to my family more than I talked to them even before the quarantine. Mm -hmm. Like I've been on that Zoom. Have you been on that Zoom? Yeah, dude. Zoom is, it's the stuff. It's pretty cool. Apparently their security isn't the best. They've had some issues with being hacked. But Don't I'm do not. You shouldn't on the camera. I'm no. I'm no like secret agent with government files or like someone that needs to protect their files, like a doctor or a lawyer or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine. But that is something to watch out for if you are someone that's using Zoom and you have confidential files on your computer. Um, mm-hmm. There are more secure ways to go. Yeah. Um. So how are, how are how is your eating? I I saw another. What was it, Snapchat or something that you whipped yourself up like a killer grilled cheese or <laughs> <laughs> That's just that's just day in the life, yo. I don't know. I, I'm making food like I usually do. Like late at night though I do you know, I do order and sometimes a little bit of fast food here and there, you know. And what your, know me, what's your go to the quarantine munch? Dude, I don't know. I got nothing on McDonald's or Wendy's, you know. Those two seem to do it for me. You're a McDonald's and Wendy guy? 
Yeah, dude. Get more specific into it. That's a pretty broad menu. Well, uh, you know, you definitely gonna get your junior chickens and your McDoubles, maybe a Big Mac, you know. Yep. Uh, chocolate milkshakes are always fire, you know. Or Ooh, is that, on, is, is that on McDonald's? Ooh, yeah. 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 And then Wendy's, it's straight to the JBCs, you know, junior, junior bacon and cheeseburgers. Junior so. bacon and cheeseburgers. Only what about, they, they have good spicy go chicken wrong. at Wendy's, too. And the Frosty. Yeah. The Frosty is a fire. Yeah, last night I got three JBC's fries. Frosty. Chocolate Frosty. It's not even that expensive. No, good no it's not that bad. Good deals. So. Yeah, I, I've had I've had two... I've had a Combo B, which is um, from Sun Garden. It's the sweet and sour pork, beef chop suey, and, um, and chicken fried rice. And then mm-hmm. I also had a combo C, which is the chicken chow mein, the deep fried shrimp, and the uh, deep fried spare ribs. But I substituted them for the sweet and sour pork because I don't like bones. Mm-hmm. And Matt, there's something about greasy American-style Chinese food that just hit so good. the spot. Bro, you're making me hungry. I know. And tonight, my family, I think we're doing Indian because we, 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 we haven't gone to Costco in a minute. And we got some we got some face masks. So when oh. we go to Costco, I got this cool green face mask. So I can mask feel on. mask on, baby. So I can feel safe while I'm at Costco. It's cool to have a mask, by the way. Is it? It's definitely cool to have a mask. <laughs> if you don't have a mask, it's not cool. So you just use <laughs> the same mask, Graham? And, yeah, and it's and we wash face. it. We watch it. Wash it. It's washable. Okay. We okay. throw it in the washer and dryer. You can oh, wash it okay. in the sink if you want. It's Pretty actually like better for the environment, and we don't need to use up all the masks for the healthcare workers. My sister's friend actually Good made mask. the homemade mask for us. Oh, yeah. So nice. I'm spoiled over here. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, who are you collaborating with? Uh, you were talking about you had a producer. Like, what are they about, and how did you link up with these guys? Um. So in terms of producers, I have a new song coming out probably less than a month called Top It, and it's produced by Honey Beats. He's a, a local producer. He just fucked with me, and we kept talking. Um, but he's, he's super good. I have, I have a bunch of beats that, I, that I've got off him, so you're definitely going to hear like a strong level up just because of his beats alone. Uh, Bugatti Beats. He's another guy I met just in the local music scene performing alongside him, shit like that. Imperative, I've mentioned a few times. Those are those are three uh, big producers I'm really linking with. And I also have one, uh, a couple with um, uh, Traffic, who's also a rapper out of Vancouver. You know him. And um, he, uh, he grew up right in your neighborhood, actually, Graham. But uh, yeah, we have some like soulful hip hop shit coming out. Um, might be another EP as well. So I, th- I think I have three EPs pretty much uh, down pat that I'm going to try and get out this year. That's the goal. Um, have you have you thought about doing, um, I've seen a lot of musicians doing Facebook Live, Instagram Live. Yeah, performances? Yeah. No, I, honestly, I, I, it's not quite what I want to be doing at the moment, per se. I'd prefer to, uh, you know, give people something polished. I honestly don't think, like, you know, I got a following and shit, but I really want to do the live shit and get, like, you know, I, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it big. 
Uh, and I just think I want to have a bigger following and then, I'll, and then I'm going to get on that. I understand that. I right? definitely like, understand. Yeah. No, understand like, I'm not, and I'm not shitting on other people. Just like, I don't really want to do a live, you know, a live thing for like five people, 10 people. Also, you want like, I understand what you mean about being polished because when you're doing it live, it's not the same as like sitting down, really working, putting in a lot of work, making the sound perfect and then releasing it. Right. Yeah. The live shit isn't really for me. Not yet. If anything, I'd talk shit on live. I'd just be like, yo, what's up? And I'd just like play my shit. Yeah, like that would be what I'd want to do first. Maybe a, maybe a mix of things. But until that point, I need I need to get I need to get a stronger following first. So that's pretty much my goal. And then maybe I'll do the live shit. But yeah, to be honest, if if I didn't have at least 10 or 15 people listening to my podcast, it's hard to sit down and, you know, make ideas and grind when you know that there may not be people listening to it when it comes out, right? Mm-hmm. So Especially everyone's doing live now. So like, you know, as much as I, I know people like me and shit, but like, you know, you're more more likely to like stick with like the baby's live stream at the same time when it's going on, right? Everybody's yep. on live now. Yeah. It's the only way to really keep yourself relevant um, without dropping a music. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically like a concert, right? It, mm-hmm. um, except for people don't pay, and and people are doing a lot of things for charity. I see, just mm-hmm. getting just getting their name out there, keeping it active. And you were doing a the baby remix, was that that I heard? Yeah, remix of show gets dropping this Friday. What's the so uh, so the twenty fourth um, at noon? That's our time in Vancouver here. I, w- I was wondering to finish off the podcast if you yeah. would be down to do a little freestyle. Yeah, I could if if we make sure this beat sounds proper. It'll it'll sound it'll sound good. I can uh I if you send me the beat, I can put it in behind when you're rapping. Oh, okay, cool. No, that's yeah. a good point. Okay, let's do that. Uh, I'm just gonna pull up my library. Okay, cool. Actually, I I bookmarked some beats from last night. I was just like. Just on YouTube, and you know how you get in the wormhole, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, there's like a bunch of dope beats on here. There's a bunch of dope beats. So you, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm with Detour on the <laughs> podcast. I'm about to take my mask off, then back on to the grocery store, hit the Costco line, get me some chocolate hummus. Yeah, uh. Okay, can you hear the beat? Yeah. All right. Detour. Hey. Freestyle. I might go. Walking on a tightrope. I got some points. I got Michael. My life revolves in a cycle. Hey. Ride it on a beach. Hey. Do it with a cycle. Shout out yep. to Ty Klong. I'm chilling at my home. Yep. Call me from a payphone. I am not well known. Hey. But I got some women that's texting me on my cell phone. Yeah. Hey, some say yes. Some say hell no. Hell hey, no. Trying to get more women like I'm Kelzone. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm baked like a Kelzone. Uh. I don't air. Yo, I don't care. Goggles like Sinclair. Talk about fields. Yeah, I've been there. Hey, post it in. A lazy boy, not an armchair. Hey, 
Blowing my cush smoke into thin air. Man, I've been there. Then I'm taking it back. I just have to relax. Uh, spitting these facts. Hey, making an EP. Then I'm gonna put it on wax. Vinyl. Back to that cycle. Hey, I ride a wave like I'm tidal. Checking my vitals. Hey, my shit is not recycled. Proving a point back to Michael. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you end a freaking podcast right there. So Detour. What's up? <laughs> just throw out your Instagram one more time. I know oh, yeah, I've done one with even, you. We didn't even plug them yet. Yeah, I've done one before with you before, but shout it's it out. Again. I'll throw them in the descriptions, but just give a little shout out for yourself and the people yeah, you respect. So you can get me on Instagram at Detour Music. D-T-O-U-R Music. There's no E. And uh, if you look up that name, just D-T-O-U-R on Spotify, you can find me on SoundCloud, YouTube. I'm on every streaming service. You know, find me out here. We in Vancouver. Find me out here. Okay, thanks for coming, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.